Hey guys, so, last week's episode, uh, the full episode, the not bonus episode, the review, um, as many of you know, was pretty much deleted, disappeared, kidnapped by my cat. So, I tried for a week to try and get the file back and it was a no-go. I couldn't find any itty-bitty little teeny tiny piece of the whole thing. So we're screwed and we're just going to have to re-record it for you. So we'll probably do that tonight or tomorrow. So seeing that it is Friday the 13th and we all know it, we all love it. Um, I decided to do a nice bonus episode about Friday the 13th. I have a sidekick, a special guest. Um, his his name is Vincenzo Giuseppe. Um, you can say hi. Hi. All right, that was him. He said hi. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, I'm obsessed with Friday the 13th. <laughs> All right, he's obsessed with it, so... There you have it. Let's get into origins and then we'll have a little discussion. Now, Vincenzo, you have you have every right to pop in and say something if you if you have to say something about something. Okay? okay. I'm not gonna tell you. He won't stop moving. Stop moving. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not editing this. Everyone's gonna hear you. <laughs> okay. So let's, uh, let's start it off, okay? And don't forget, you can pipe in and say anything you want at any time. Okay. Make sure you use your big boy voice. Okay. All right, here we go. Just like walking under a ladder, crossing paths with a black cat, or poopy pants, or breaking a mirror, <laughs> many people hold fast to the belief that Friday the 13th brings bad luck. It's uncertain exactly when this particular number or day, I mean, day and number combination, um, actually started up, but here we go. Western cultures have historically associated the number 12 with completeness. There are 12 days of Christmas, 12 months and zodiac signs, 12 labors of Hercules, 12 gods of Olympus, and 12 tribes of Israel, just to name a few of the examples. 13 has a long history as a sign of bad luck, apparently. According to biblical tradition, 13 guests attended the Last Supper held on Monday, Thursday. Don't know what a Monday, Thursday is. I never read the Bible. I'm not a big church person, sorry. Somebody knows, you can tell me. I will I will digest it. It'll be fantastic. Including Jesus and his 12 apostles. One of whom, Judas, what a dick, betrayed him. The next day, of course, was Good Friday, the day of Jesus' crucifixion. Though Friday's negative associations are weaker nowadays, um, some of some have suggested they also have roots in Christian tradition. 
just as Jesus was crucified on a Friday, Friday was also said to be the day Eve gave Adam the fateful apple from the tree of knowledge, as well as the day that Cain killed his brother Abel. I, yes, I don't know much about Christianity. Sorry. Do I? <laughs> the story of the Last Supper also coincides with a similar story in Norse, Norse, wow, Norse myth in which Loki crashed a Valhalla dinner party as the 13th guest and he brought immediate chaos and destruction along with him. You know who Loki is, right? Yeah. You don't know who Loki is? If we're talking about Marvel, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yes. Let's say yes. That Loki it's crashed a party and he caused chaos and destruction. Does that sound correct? That sounds something like you do and correct. Very much so. Okay, and there's a club, people. Brace yourselves. In the 19th century, a New Yorker named Captain William Fowler sought to remove the enduring stigma surrounding the number 13, and particularly the unwritten rule about not having 13 guests at a dinner table by founding the exclusive society called the 13 Club. The group denied regularly that denied. Oh my god. The group dined regularly on the 13th day of the month in room 13 of the Knickerbocker Cottage, a popular watering hole Fowler had owned from 1863 to 1883. Before sitting down for a 13-course dinner, I couldn't eat 13 courses. Could you eat 13 courses? Uh, yeah. Of mashed potatoes. <laughs> 13 courses of mashed potatoes. Uh, members would pass beneath a ladder and a banner reading, Moratori te salutamos. Latin for those of us who are about to die, salute you. It's pretty baller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and four former U.S. presidents, uh, Chester A. Arthur, Grover Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison, and Theodore Roosevelt would eventually, at some point in time, um, join the 13 Club's ranks. And there's a book. <laughs> An important milestone in the history of Friday the, Friday the 13th, um, as a legend in particular, not just the number 13, occurred in 1907 with the publication of the novel Friday the 13th, written by Thomas William Lawson. The book told the story of a New York City stockbroker who plays on superstitions about... No. I'm not editing this. You know you're on my podcast now, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we have a guest popping in. His name is Dino. My brother. And you might know me. I'm sure they've heard you screaming in the background. You can go get um, a fresca. Okay. Okay. Anyways, I'm not editing this. You guys aren't learning nothing. (laughs) I'm not talking to you anymore. So there's a book called Friday the 13th, um, written by Thomas William Lawson. The book told the story of a New York City stockbroker who plays on superstitions about the date to create chaos on Wall Street and making a killing on the market. 
I have never read that book. Now you want to read it? Wall Street is interesting. New York City stockbrokers. So let's move on to the Knights Templar. On Friday, October 13th, 1307, officers of King Philip IV of France arrested hundreds of the Knights Templar. A powerful religious and military order formed on the 12th, on the 12th, in the 12th century for the defense of the Holy Land. Imprisoned, imprisoned on charges of various legal behaviors, but really because the king wanted to access their financial resources, many Templars were later executed. Some cite the link with the Templars as the origin of the Friday the 13th superstition. But like many legends involving the Templars, their history and the truth remain murky. So here are some more recent bad things that have happened. Sorry, Bob. Not in your lifetime. There's only one in my lifetime. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Quite a number of traumatic events have occurred on Friday the 13th. Including the German 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 bombing of Buckingham Palace in September of 1940, the murder of Kitty Genovese in Queens. Oh, that story! I should do a podcast on that story. Oh, what a story! Um, in Queens, New York, uh, March 1964, a cyclone that killed more than 300,000 people in Bangladesh in November of 1970, the disappearance of a Chilean Air Force plane in the Andes. Um, in October of 1972, the death of the rapper Tupac Shakur oh, uh, in September of 1996, and the crash of the Costa Con- oh, I can't say that Concordia, Costa Con- oh, Concordia. You know what? Whatever. Cruise ship off the coast of Italy, which killed 30 people. I know. Who would? But here's the thing, is I think that if you were to pick any day, you know, weekday and number combination, I bet you could find a bunch of things like this that coincide with that. I'm just saying. <laughs> An irrational fear of the date is known as Parascividicatrophia. That just looks like I... Phobia. Lettles. I don't... <laughs> Paraskevidekatriophobia. Wow. Phobia. I'm a phobia. Aw, you're cute. In Spanish-speaking countries and in Greece, it is Tuesday the 13th that frightens people. In Italy, it's Friday the 17th. So each country actually has its own thing going on. So, you know... Famous indicators of bad luck include black cats crossing your path, breaking mirrors, walking under ladders, opening umbrellas and doors, and saying the name of Shakespeare's quote-unquote Scottish play in a theater. You ready for more fun? Yeah! Noise. Maybe you've heard about the people who become obsessed with the number 23, or read memes about the significance of the number 11. Maybe you just have a lucky number of your own. Do you have a lucky number? Uh, I have a lucky number. What is 
I bet you can guess my lucky number. 14. That's correct, sir. 13 is my lucky number. So that's your favorite number? It is also my favorite number. I don't know. I should probably check that, but my favorite number is 31. Your favorite number is 31? Yeah. Alright, I can get behind it. Certain numbers attract dark superstitions from the quote-unquote devil's number, 666, to the devil's hour of 3 a.m. The number 13 may be the darkest of them all, however. Maybe you've worked in a building with no 13th floor, or maybe you've avoided the 13th floor. Why do people say 616 and 666? Okay, so, real quick. I do know 616 was from the Bible. Yeah, when they... Um, converted the Bible into English, it said that they mis, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mistranslated it to 666 when it was actually 616. I don't know. And why is 3am the devil foul? I don't know. because <laughs> the devil likes the number 3. Well, the 3 in the devil's hour mocks the holy trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Taco. You know? Tacos. No, we're not having tacos. <laughs> so, maybe you've worked in a building with no 13th floor, or maybe you've avoided the 13th floor yourself. Which, I'm on a mission to get to the 13th floor of any building. That's Can just, I come? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a goal. It's on the bucket list. Um... Maybe you've read of people who obsess with the number and it torments them, like the composer Arnold Schroenberg, who was born and died on the 13th of the month. He was terrified of the number for his whole life, which is silly. Yes, really just silly. But, I mean, to each their own. There are people who are afraid of clowns. I am. People that are afraid of dogs, which is silly to us because we're not afraid of dogs. But to them, it's a real fear. Dogs are. I have a dog. I know you have a dog. Trust me, I know. (laughs) Number 13 is considered as extremely ominous. It being held that when 13 persons meet in a room, one of them will die within that year. So with that said, let's talk about some ways to protect yourself on Friday the 13th. Not that you have to. But it's just like a... It's an idea. No, I don't do that. I don't do any of these things. I just stay in my room and watch YouTube. I mean, that's the way to be the safest, I guess. Yeah. So, let's see here. Ways to protect yourself on Friday the 13th. Keeping your fingers crossed. Making the sign of the Christian faith with your fingers is believed to prevent evil spirits from ruining your good fortune. I'm not a very good... I don't, I don't, I don't believe in Christian faith. I'm sorry, but um, I, I cross my fingers when I'm lying to somebody. I do it all the time. Thanks, Bubba. But yeah, I do. I cross my, I cross my fingers every time I do something nasty. So there's that. Uh, knock on wood. It was once believed that good spirits lived in trees and that by knocking on anything made of wood, we can call upon these spirits for protection against misfortune. Misfortune? Misfortune. Misfortune. I can never say misfortune. You just said misfortune. Did I say it right? Yeah. I just said it right as well. Sure. Find a four-leaf clover. 
ancient druids believed shamrocks helped them to see evil spirits, providing the opportunity to avoid them. You can't avoid spirits. <laughs> I mean, I guess. It depends on what you believe, right? Yeah. Like, your Auntie Carolyn, she can find a shamrock, a four-leaf clover, and anywhere. Literally anywhere. She does it all the time. I don't I know how. Lucky. I can never find one. I tried. I've only found one once. About, but it's like... But, I, but it fell apart. It said that you're supposed to be able to find at least one four-leaf clover and one square foot of grass, I guess. I don't know. I can never find them. Whatever, I ain't even jealous. Yeah. I ain't even jealous about it. <laughs> this is one I did today, not knowing it. But putting your clothes on inside out. No one seems to know how the superstition originated. <laughs> oh my god, what is happening? Um, but the belief that backward or inside out clothing brings good luck continues to be right widespread. Why? Hold on. From children wearing their pajamas inside out in hopes of a snow day to baseball players and fans turning their caps inside out during important games. Okay. When I was a little kid, I used to wear these footy pajamas, but the bottoms of them were like this vinyl. Okay. So, and they had like this really nasty like seam in them. And I would put my my footy pajamas on inside out and I would wake up rashes on the bottom of my feet because the seam would just cut into my skin and I didn't have a snow day. They lied. They lied. And also, you'll look like an idiot if you put your clothes on. Shut up. Uh, I didn't look stupid. Of course you did. I looked fucking cool. <laughs> you did. <laughs> and today, I put my underpants on inside out. So Without even knowing. Look at that. I've done that many times. Why is he screaming like someone's being murdered? Because he doesn't know how to get a dog in, in the living room. Oh. Bless you. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not editing this. I'm not editing this. I know. That's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> so, looking at the new moon over your right shoulder can bring you good luck. The moon is a, is central to many long-held superstitions, and the new moon is seen as a ripe time for undertaking new enterprises. That's gonna be a problem with me because I don't know my left or right. Neither does my mom. No, I don't know the left from the right. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a problem. Shh, it's fine. Shh, we're fine. We're cool. I'm not almost 40 and I don't, my, I don't know my left or my right. Whether those enterprises are successful or not depends on whether the new moon is first seen over the right shoulder, which is good, or the left shoulder, which is bad. Sleeping on unironed sheets. This is another superstition with uncertain origins. Luckily, few people iron these sh iron their sheets now, so I guess we're all good in the hood. Because I know you don't iron your sheets. I do not iron my sheets, and I never do. <laughs> well, I wouldn't trust you with an iron. You'd burn the house down. I'd burn everything down. <laughs> Nothing would burn be it. on the oars. Burn it with fire. Um, carrying an acorn in your pocket. I've done this quite a few times. Killian, well, uh, so I've done that more than once. Yes, you have. Acorns, the fruit of the sturdy oak tree, are an ancient symbol of fertility and long life. So, 
one time I had a handful of pocketfuls mm-hmm. of just acorns because I thought of that one. So I just had pockets full and like handfuls of. I know, wasn't it like Papa's house or something? You yeah. did that. Yeah. Okay. So the number thirteen essentially has become one of humanity's longest running memes as far as I see it. What do you think? Remember the silence thing I talked to you about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Use your mouth. Express yourself. <clears throat> Anyways, I'm just not going to ask him questions anymore. So the sources for this episode, I used the History Channel, the Independent, uh, Vox, and the Farmer's Almanac. So that is the back, the back history of Friday the 13th. Um, my favorite movie and a whole thing I never knew about. And a whole thing he never knew about. And as far as... I'm concerned. 13 is my lucky number. I was born on the 13th of May. My my birthday falls on Friday the 13th like every three years or four years or something. It's not... Wait, so my lucky number was one? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what your lucky number is. I thought it was 31. I like the 31. I don't well, like... I know why you like 31. Because three is March and one is the day you were born. Thirty-one. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh I shit! Like Can you stop talking into the pillows? Pillows. Put your arms down. Come over oh, here. Nice. Use your big boy voice. Remember? This is my big boy voice. If I yell, it's gonna be too loud. It's also, it's cold outside. And I've got like fur heating pads and stuff in my bed and like all this warm stuff so he's like snugging he's not like even focused on this conversation anymore he's wrapped up in my blankets it's ridiculous so Bubba do you believe that the number 13 or Friday the 13th is a bad thing um yeah kinda you're a little bit superstitious yeah you're just a little stitious just a little stitious And you think, like, do you think, like, um, like, if you, if a black cat crosses your path on Friday the 13th, you're, like, screwed? Yes. <laughs> yeah? I used to have a black cat, but she died. Well, way to bring the podcast down. <laughs> I need someone to support me out here to get Oh, boy. Wow. Well. Okay, I'm coming. Anyways, so <laughs> so that was Dino. He needs some cover against the dog because the dog is escaping apparently. If you don't remember us when she at, when she was uh the what? I don't know what the hell you were talking about. Do you guys remember me, Emily, and Dino? Oh my god, they don't know who you are, honey. Well, some people do. Some people don't. Anyways, um, we're going... 
Yeah, we're going to help my my littlest child wrangle his dog because he's confused and lost. But if you want to uh, talk to us more on the subject of Friday the 13th or religion or anything. I'm Okay. <laughs> or anything you want, you can find us on Instagram at Double D Movie Night. Or you can find us on Twitter at Movie <laughs> underscore Double. Or you can find our Facebook group, uh, search Double D Movie Night, and we'll pop right up. And we're the only one there that goes by that name. Yeah. And let's see. Hopefully, we can re-record the last full episode for you guys because I really, I really love that movie, and I really wanted to share it with you. I'm so sorry that even happened. Shh! Don't make me Shh. <laughs> He's so the shining. No, it's not the shining. Did you do that? Everyone's seen the shining. If you haven't seen the shining, you need to get the fuck out. I've seen it like many times. Uh, Anyways, it's so the Mountain Dew. Right? The one with Mountain Dew? <laughs> yeah, the old Jews just like Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, the the two little girls you think you want the Mountain Dew. Oh, the commercial. <laughs> You're a dork. Yeah, that's shining. Anyways. So, thanks for listening to this. My son is now delusional and rambling. Oh, I think he's drunk off of fur-covered heating pads. <laughs> no. Yeah. And fuzzy, <laughs> fuzzy blankets. So, yeah, if you want to find us, you can find us. Um, we have merch. Um, the link is in our uh, Instagram profile. And you don't have a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. You have phones. Record it. Anyways, oh my god. <laughs> I'm not editing this. You know that, right? Everyone is. What? Do you want to shout out your podcast that doesn't exist yet? Go for it. Yeah. If it does exist as a podcast, we called it Five Nights at Lakatas because we had no other name for it. Yeah. All right. So we have a, a yeah we have a budding podcast ist podcaster podcaster. So okay, that's it. I love you guys, and I appreciate that you guys held out for this long. I am so sorry that this happened. I will, uh... Yeah. I will talk to you guys later. Bye! Say goodbye. Bye! Hey, so my special guest is my son, Vincent. And... You'll notice that he uh, he talks a lot like his dad, with a lot of mm-hmm, yeah, I don't know, and hmm. So, <laughs> fair warning, that happens. But you know, I'm sorry that we lost such a huge chunk of our last episode and we couldn't post it. And we will hopefully record tonight. So, all right, guys, enjoy. Double D bonus episode.
Thanks for listening to this special bonus episode. Be sure to follow, share, and rate us on your podcast apps.